0: First song of the evening will be I will call upon the Lord. If you want to look in the book it's page 866 866. Let's sing. I will call upon the Lord. The Lord will Shout
1: Our dear heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with, Lord, and we thank you for the opportunity to be able to come here this morning to open your Word and learn more about you, and to be able to come here tonight and sing praises to your name, Lord. We come to you before we come before you, uh, and uh, bring a list of those that are that are sick, Lord. You know who they are. We pray that you be with them, be with their caretakers, be with the doctors that are taking care of them, that they may restore their health, Lord. We thank you for this church. We thank you for the elders and the deacons, and the preachers that help this church become stronger every day lord be be with us as we go through the rest of this service look over us in christ's name we pray amen number
2: 929 929 glorify your name to your the... Seven. This will be my last song. Let's go ahead and stand, please, for this one. It's one verse in the book here, so we'll sing this one through twice. I'll begin with a medley of two songs that we sang last Sunday that are becoming more and more familiar to us. First, He is Exalted, followed by I Exalt Thee. We'll sing each of these through twice, please. Mm. He is exalted, the King is exalted. came up to me recently and said that I I believe it was his daughter, perhaps, or, or perhaps a college student, and I can't remember which, said to him, we sang this song the other day at church that I have never heard, and he looked at it and he said, well, we've been singing this all my life, and it often is that way that the songs we sing, we don't sing the older ones enough that they stay fresh, and so he asked that we sing this one tonight, and it is a beautiful song, it's called Fear Not, Little Flock. The song is about our asking God or telling God that we long to be whiter than snow, that we want to be pure in his side, and he's talking to us as his um, as sheep. Hmm. song this evening will be every time I kneel to pray. And after that, Andrew, if you'll come forward, please, and and speak to us.
1: There's an old legend that the Greek philosopher Aristippus was on a boat and a terrible storm came up on the sea while he's on the boat. And the captain and the crew were all fearing for their lives, thinking they were going to be lost in the storm. The captain knew that their passenger was a philosopher and he was very wise and he went to him and he said, Sir, how far is it from this life to the next? Aristippus looked at him and said, How thick is the wall of your ship? The captain said, Six inches. And he said, Well, there's your answer. I think sometimes the next life is closer than we might like to think. We get caught up in making our plans about not only tomorrow, but about next month and about next year. And either further on down the line, we start thinking about what we want our life to look like in X amount of years. And certainly while there's some wisdom in doing our planning for the future to make sure that we're good stewards of the things that God has blessed us with, we need to be aware of the warning that James gives in James chapter 4. So if you want to turn over to James chapter 4, we'll read starting in verse 13. Come now you who say today or tomorrow will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. Basically, James is going to tell us we need to make sure God is in our plans. We don't know what God has planned for tomorrow. We don't know what God has planned for next week. And certainly, any further than that so in our lives as we make our plans for the future we would certainly be remiss if we did not include god not just as a side note not just as something we kind of want to make him happy as well as we achieve our goals in life that he is the goal that glorifying him and serving him as art talked about this morning is our ultimate and final goal in life and that is a lesson that the rich he's called a rich fool in luke chapter 12 would have been very good for him to understand that lesson you know the story already There's a man who literally has so much stuff, he does not have enough room for it. And I don't know if you're like me, and maybe there's a certain member in your family who likes to go antiquing for old furniture. Maybe this is something you can all relate to, not having enough room in your house for the stuff you're going to get. But he doesn't have enough room. His solution, instead of maybe getting rid of some of these things, or instead of maybe a selfless attitude about how he can help others with his wealth, you know what his thought is, right? well, I'm just going to tear down these barns I have and build bigger ones. That way I can have more stuff, and that way when I'm older I can just sit back and relax and not have to worry about doing anything. I can eat, drink, and be merry. And you know that story goes, the angel comes to him and says, fool, tonight your soul will be required of you, and whose will all these things be? So no matter what plans we might have for the future, no matter what things we might be striving to achieve and accomplish in our lives, we'd all do well to remember that the next life or the eternal life is closer much closer than we might be comfortable with thinking and so tonight I think the application will pretty much make itself if you were to go into that next existence tonight if you were to go into eternity tonight uh, what do you feel do you feel as if God would be a part of those plans do you think that you have prepared yourself to go to God for eternity right here where we sit tonight and if the answer to that is well i don't know or certainly not then the next question we need to ask is what can i do as soon as i walk out of here to change that and we're going to sing a song in just a moment and if we can help you to change that if we can help you to make god more a part of your life tomorrow than he has been in the weeks leading up to today or even than he was in the few hours of this day already then won't you let us know how we can help you Don't let this opportunity go by. Don't waste an opportunity where you can have the body of Christ fulfill its duty from Galatians 6 and verse 2, that we might bear your burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Or if you're here tonight and God is not a part of those plans at all, it's not as if he once was a part of those plans, but he has totally been removed from the picture of your entire life, and you know who his son is. You know that Jesus is the son of God and that he gave his life for you. Then there is water here behind me. What would stop you? from beginning that journey here tonight. If you need anything, we hope you come now as we sing together.
0: presence tonight especially those of you who are visitors you are honored guests and we want you to come back uh, anytime you can the Lord's Supper has been left in that room over there I don't know what you call that room but it's over there and if you weren't here this morning go there and take the Lord's Supper I think the Lord would like that so our last song of the evening will be 755 as we sing you guys that haven't taken the Lord's Supper can go and do that 755 one verse we'll sing one time through When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright.